0: tax podcast, I want to talk about three keys for faster fat loss. So ultimately, we can't out exercise or out diet time, you just have to commit the time if you want to see results. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't be doing everything we can to dial in all of our training, all of our diet to see results as fast as possible. Often when we think I want faster results, we think do more, which means cut our calories lower, work out longer, add in more cardio. But all of those things actually are exactly the opposite of what we want to be doing. So often we just need to train smarter, we need to do less, we need to stay more focused, we need to really focus in on the quality of each thing we're implementing. So I wanted to go over three key tips to help you dial in your fat loss results, okay? Because I know, you know, when we're thinking even weight loss, we want to see the weight change on the scale. Ultimately, what we really want to do is fit into our skinny jeans, look fab in the bikini, you know, we want to see that body recomposition. So even with weight loss, we really want fat loss. Even if you know seeing that number go down seems important, that's why measurements are super key. We wanna see that body recomposition, okay? So talking about fat loss, tip number one is focus on protein. So you wanna dial in your macros overall, but if you're gonna focus on one macronutrient, especially starting out, increase that protein. Increasing protein in studies, it's been shown that that's the only way you can build and retain lean muscle mass while being in a deficit. So if we're going for optimal body composition, we want to retain all of our lean muscle mass while losing fat. This is also why the scale is not a great indicator of fat loss in that if you were to lose a pound of fat, but also gain a pound of muscle at the same time, your weight isn't going to change, but your body composition is going to look dramatically different at that same weight because of that change from fat to muscle. Okay. So it's one of these things that you want to focus on protein because protein has been shown, uh, whether or not it's a higher-carb diet or a lower-carb diet, that it will help build and retain the muscle mass while in a deficit. So cutting the calories to help yourself have that body recomposition happen. And then even in a calorie surplus, it was shown that with higher protein, uh, the participants actually didn't gain body fat. So it gives you a lot more wiggle room for how you dial in your calories to make sure that you're feeling fueled with your workout. Protein can actually help with satiety and it can help with recovery, so it can not only benefit you in terms of the actual aesthetic um, and retaining that lean muscle mass, but training harder, recovering faster, so that even while creating that energy deficit, you're able to really push as hard as you want. Okay? There's also one of these things that you can then dial in your carbs and fat based on what you're more adapted to, what you prefer. Studies show that when protein was held constant, it didn't really matter if you did higher or lower fat or higher or lower carbs, that really that protein was key for the the weight loss results that were seen from the study. This is also why I often say calories are not created equal yes, I understand one calorie is one calorie. But when we think about protein as four calories per gram, that's not actually the case. There's the thermic effect that we have to account for and also how our body is utilizing it to get the ultimate result. It's one of these things that that thermic effect of protein also makes it really beneficial for weight loss. So it is key that we dial in our macros if we want to see that aesthetic change. Too often we just cut our calories and then we don't see the results that we want because simply put, you know, the food quality even matters, the macros matter. Okay, which sort of brings me to my next point is Don't go extreme on that calorie deficit. I know in an attempt to try and lose weight faster, we cut more calories uh, from our diet. We think, well, that bigger deficit is going to make us lose weight lose weight faster because you know if you think about it the the usual calculation for a calorie deficit is if it takes 3500 calories to lose a pound we have to spread that over the seven days you have to create a 500 calorie deficit for the day to lose that pound so people off of that think well if i cut out a thousand calories per day then i'm gonna lose two pounds per week but it doesn't really work that way and ultimately when you do try and cut your calories too low your body responds to this Our body does not like change, and when you sort of threaten it and you pull it out of that homeostasis that it's in, it is not going to like that. You're going to see more metabolic adaptations. You're also going to feel hangry or hungry and angry. Your energy is going to dip. So all the things you actually need to be doing to then lose weight are going to become harder. So you want to actually create a more modest calorie deficit so that you can sustain it long term, and that's going to show you the best fat loss results. By also not cutting your calories too low, you can more control for how much muscle mass and fat mass is lost the more weight you have to lose the more you are going to lose muscle mass too so i'm not telling you that you won't lose muscle mass over this journey however when we create these extreme calorie deficits we're much more likely to catalyze that muscle tissue as well just because our body is going to draw energy from wherever it can so by creating a more modest deficit while dialing in our macros we're going to control for more fat loss and put ourselves in a better position to even build muscle while in that deficit okay And especially as we get older, it's an interesting phenomenon where, you know, we get older and we're like, oh, my metabolism slowed down, my, you know, I'm getting older, I can't do this. But a lot of times, guys, it's not our age that's actually impacting us, but all the previous dieting history and all the the bad habits we've gotten into that are now just adding up, whether or not it's becoming more sedentary because we were more active when we were younger. You know, it's all these different things that actually make age impact us and they're all within our control and i mention this because it's a good thing right at any point we can retrain our body to eat a little bit more we can change our macro ratios we can do all the habits that we actually need to do to see results we have to realize that we're reversing some of the bad habits that we've done which is why it can take longer the older we get it's it's sort of like you know trudging through it's like you're covered in mud right so you're not just clean you have to first wash off all the mud which can sometimes take time before you can be clean and then build off that clean okay um The other thing I wanted to talk about, the third tip was strength training. So the first tips are diet because diet is really key for fat loss. But when we're talking about optimal body composition, how you train can also really impact the results that you get and how quickly. So often we think, you know, cardio for weight loss. And that came about because studies found that you actually burn more calories during cardio activities. However, thinking of our workouts as only a cardio or sorry, calorie burning activity is very narrow minded. Also, we forget that as we become stronger, as we adapt to our training, we become more efficient. And that's why we can run faster further. However, with that comes a lower calorie expenditure during those activities because our body has adjusted and it doesn't need as much energy. However, a lot of those fitness trackers that we're adjusting our calories for tell us we're burning thousands of calories for these activities that we're maybe not. And so we adjust you know, our calories for that, increasing our calories, and then we have put ourselves out of a deficit, which is why some of that cardio training can sort of backfire, especially if we're basing it on the calorie expenditure on watch. But it's also why cardio might not be as beneficial for fat loss because we're only basing it on the calories burned and cardio activities, especially steady-state one, can be a little bit more catabolic to muscle tissue. So not only can we adapt, so we're not burning as many calories as we once were from those things. It's harder to progress. Uh, steady-state cardio can be more catabolic to muscle tissue. Therefore, it's really key. And if you're a runner, keep in your running, but you add in strength training because that helps us build lean muscle mass and utilize that protein that you know we're consuming. So we can actually have a healthier metabolic rate, so that we can not only burn calories during that session, but burn more calories at rest. It's one of these things that for overall body functioning, it actually getting a better lean aesthetic the muscle building workouts the strength building workouts are so key and they'll also help you run faster cycle further so there's some added performance benefits but it's key that we really dial in that strength training as well so that we're making sure that we're not just thinking of our workouts as those calorie burning activities but we're thinking about all the outside benefits of them down to even how our aesthetic ultimately looks um, and how our metabolic metabolic rate functions okay so if you're trying to lose fat stop trying to rush the process. You can't do more. The more you try and do, the harder you try and push, the more you put yourself at risk for not only falling off your plan, but for ultimately sort of ending up not with the ideal body composition that you want. Plus, when we rush those results, guys, it's where we sort of get into that yo-yo dieting, right? We lose weight really fast, but because we're not controlling for anything, we lose as much muscle tissue as we do fat. And then when we ultimately can't sustain those habits, we end up regaining it, but we don't regain the muscle. So each time we sort of dieted, we've put ourselves in a worse position in terms of our body composition and potentially our metabolic health. Not that we can't fix these things at any point by implementing the correct habits, But it does make it harder when we're starting out, which can then, you know, make us more negative about the progress we're seeing as quickly, and it can just be this whole downward spiral. So if you're really trying to lose fat, focus on the long-term and the habits. Dial in that protein first, create a more modest calorie deficit, and dial in your strength training as well. Even if you're an endurance sport junkie, dial in that strength training to complement to make sure that you're building that lean muscle and even fueling your performance well. Okay? If you guys enjoyed the podcast, leave a review on iTunes and comment below if you have any questions.